Shalom, everybody, and welcome to the Yishai Fleischer Show, broadcasting live this week from New Jersey. That's right, New Jersey, the Garden State, and also part of the Tri-State, the three states of New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, which means that this is the other bulk of um, the Jewish people, right? We have Israel, and we have the United States, and then we have uh, the rest, which are satellites, including my good friends in, in England and Australia, in Canada, etc. But the real bulk of uh, Jewry outside of the land of Israel is in uh, this tri-state area, which is about, some people say, 3 million Jews live here. It's the kind of largest conglomeration uh, of Jews outside of Israel. Uh, and uh, as I've said many times on the show, it is a little bit like Babylon. It's, it's, uh, it's not right to think of it kind of as anything else, but like this other kind of capital, where there's Torah, where there's kosher food, where there's all the accoutrements that, that one needs in order to maintain a Jewish life, that's around here. So um, I am in beautiful New Jersey right now on a family trip, and this is also a very Jewish trip. The reason I say it's a very Jewish trip is because this trip was meant to um, take place to coincide with my uh, daughter's bat mitzvah, which is coming up, and <clears throat> to see her. Uh, Auschwitz surviving grandmother who lives here in New Jersey uh, with uh, my wife's aunt. And for this trip, uh, we came in, the whole family, my whole family. And then um, my wife's family flew in from different parts of the country, From came in from New York, flew in from Texas and different things, all met up here in order to kind of have this uh, this gathering, this celebration. So so that's where I'm at right now. And I think that's a, there's a very Jewish cause here which is the continuation, continue, the furtherance uh, of the generations and, and connecting uh, between generations and, uh, and passing on that heritage. Um, and as you know, if you are, if you are regular listen, listeners to my show, this is something that's part of my life, this kind of travel between, um, between uh, this, these continents, these places, Israel and America, and shuttling and faring between these, these, these two entities, these two powers, um, and, and two worlds. And oftentimes they, they collide and, and, and conflict. Oftentimes they are in harmony and they sink. But they're definitely the major part of the Jewish story today. And that's where I actually like to find myself. Uh, and I don't, I'm not talking about myself because it's important only, only to, get, to help you consider and think about really... Uh, what it is to be where the Jewish story is really happening. Obviously, the heart of it all is Jerusalem, the land of Israel, uh, but there's also a story about the relationship between the diaspora and Israel. You don't mind to take a swig of my coffee here for a second. My throat's a little parched, so l'chaim, everybody, God bless you. Mm. Okay, got cold, that's all right. Um, interestingly, uh, oh, I forgot to mention first thing that I'm on the Land of Israel Network. You're listening to the Land of Israel Network, and I want to thank our awesome network and all the other awesome radio show hosts. Um, I want to mention uh, uh, Haston, Josh Haston, who uh, I like to listen to his show, but I also really like him on Twitter. He does a great job of answering uh, some of our, our uh, detractors' claims. As I look down right now in the yard, I see a beautiful, tiny God's creature, a little frog, a little frog, and I thank you, God, for letting me see this little frog, because when I see little creatures that I don't usually see, I always think it's a little message from God saying, look at my beautiful world, and, and I'm, I want to show you my beautiful world. That's another aspect of bringing the kids to 
to outside of the land of Israel, which is let us, and, and I tried to inculcate this, we are Zionists. We see the centrality of the Jewish people in the land of Israel. We love, we are in love on so many levels with, with our land and with our return to our land. But at the same time, we have, I try to train in my children, the ability to appreciate the beauty of the universe, of the world, of God's beautiful earth that he created and all of his creations, and to sense that the land of Israel is, and there's a famous Medrash, which I really believe in, that in the end of times, the whole world will be called the land of Israel, but the land of Israel will be called Jerusalem, right? Everything will take a step up. But let's see the beauty and the, and the truth and the godliness in the, his creations. And, 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 you know, he didn't create it for nothing. Yes, certainly we believe in Sheker Achen Vehevel Yofi, that beauty has an ability to lie to us and to trick us, but that does not mean that we reject all beauty. Far from it. Far from it. Uh, so that's some of the stuff that I'm thinking about vis-a-vis -vis, uh, being here. Um, interestingly enough, as I'm here, uh, there has been a, you know crises about the relationship of American Jews to parties, the Democratic Party, who have elements in it that are anti-Israel uh, in, in, in the form of uh, Rashida Tlaib or Tlaib uh, and uh, Ilhan Omar, who have been making anti-Israel statements. President Trump <coughs> has made statements that any Jew who supports the Democratic Party is being disloyal. I think what he means is disloyal to the Jewish people. But a very intense debate has ensued. And I'm like right in the heart of it, which is kind of so, uh, it's, it's even a little bit humorous, but that's exactly where I like to be. And speaking of being where I like to be, this morning I was at shul here, and uh, they gave me an aliyah. They, they called me up to the Torah, and they had me uh, stand there as uh, incredible verses about the land of Israel were being read. And this brings me to the story of the uh, Torah portion, which I think we should discuss. That's what we do here on the Yishai Fleischer show, we talk about, um, in this case, the Torah portion of Dvarim, the book of Deuteronomy, and the Torah portion of Ekev, uh, which is starting in about chapter 7, verse 12, uh, in, the, um, in the book of Deuteronomy, book of Dvarim. And um, I was called up, uh, and uh, the, there were many important verses in my Aliyah, but I want to read, uh, just like last week, I want to pick a few verses this week and read, read and discuss them with you if possible. So, first one is, that I, that I underlined for myself is, uh, this is uh, chapter 7, verse 16. You shall eat all the nations with, which Hashem your God gives to you. Don't, don't, um, don't have pity on them. Don't have pity upon them. Don't serve their gods because it is a stumbling block for you. This idea of, of eating the other nations, eat, eating connotes destroying, but it also connects there's something healthy in it. There's something healthy in defeating a nations that stand against you. There's something healthy in the fight itself. There's something healthy in the ability to stand up to foes. But God says, listen, and this is, and this is a concept of liberalism that I have um, uh, explained a few times. If you see my speech from a few years ago in English uh, at the Tisha B'Av um, walk around the old city walls, I explained this, and, and I'll explain it again. God says, sure, be liberal. 
But don't forget to be liberal with me. And be, being liberal with God means that we give him a small slice in the globe where we say, this is a place where there's not going to be idolatry. This is a place where we're going to make a little room for you, a little tiny office space for you, God. Right? And it's going to be clear of all these other forces. Because we're also, because yes, it's important to be liberal with others and respect their beliefs, but we also, as Jewish people, should be liberal with you, God, and create a small plot of land for you to have your temple and to have a idolatry-free zone, which could mean Christian idolatry. It could also mean um, um, uh, a death cult idolatry, which is today practiced by some parts of Islam, right? So, so God says, this is, this is my land. It's, it's meant to be like, this is where you and I can have that relationship. I'm not telling you Jewish people to go out and get rid uh, of other people's beliefs and faiths. I'm just telling you in my small plot, in this tiny little New Jersey-sized land of Israel, please, please give me um, a little place that you can serve only me, and you'll see that that will bring a tremendous light to the world. So don't, uh, don't fall for faux liberalism when it comes to them in my land. Get rid of them. Um, but that wasn't actually my, my aliyah itself. My Aliyah was more about uh, the land of Israel. And it says, uh, Hashem, your God, brings you to a good land. Remember, remember this very simple phrase. It's a good land. A good land. A good land. That's, that's, an, that's just such a simple phrase. Like, there is goodness in it. It's good. And all those people that, 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 that wonder if they should live in the land of Israel, God says to you, it's the good land. That's all, that's all you really have to know. Sometimes I wish we could just simplify our minds a little bit. Um, and it goes on to say that it's a land of, uh, that has everything in it. Uh, and it says at the end of that phrase, You shall eat, you shall be satiated, and you shall bless God for the good land that he has given you. Um, you might think that you might think that after you eat and are satiated, maybe you should bless God before you eat and are satiated. Here's this, you know, ample food laid before me. Okay, so I, before I eat and consume it, I have to thank God. But the but the part where it's it's sometimes hard to thank God is after you've achieved that eating, right? You've eaten. Will you will you now also remember that now that you're satiated and you're sleepy? That you can thank God for it. So God says, eat, be satisfied, and then thank God. Then recognize that I've given you that food. And that's actually a theme that is recurring in this week's Torah portion. We'll see a verse later that says, God will give you strength. You, do, you act with that strength. And then remember, uh, after you've acted with that strength, please remember that I'm the one who gave you that strength. Um... And, and speaking of food, there's another verse here, which is very important, which, which God says, Because it's not just on bread that man shall, shall, shall sustain himself, shall live. Because the truth is, is whatever comes out of God's mouth, it will uh, give sustenance to you. Don't, don't, again, don't look at that bread and see that bread for just what it is. Look at, for me, when I look at bread, I think about the process. 
I think about the baker and then beforehand the, the harvester and beforehand the grower of the wheat. And I think about the sun and the water. And then I think about photosynthesis and I think about the, the earth having nutrients. Then I think about who put that, or who created that earth? Who created these processes? And it is, of course, God Almighty. And so it's not on the bread that you shall live, but on really the word of God. And that's, uh, that's a phrase that I think we could all just meditate on and repeat to ourselves. For it is not on bread alone that man shall live. Rather, Rather, it is about everything that comes out of God's mouth, man shall live, right? And here's that verse that I was talking about. This is now verse uh, chapter 8, verse 18. You might say, uh, verse 17 says, you might say in your heart, my, own, my, my, my strength and the power of my arm uh, made all this success for me. Right? I have eaten, I have been satisfied, and now it says, Remember Hashem your God, because He gives you strength to do valor, to be successful, and to be a fighter. So that he could fulfill his covenant, which he swore to your forefathers, as is this day. So you have strength, you're a powerful nation, you're awesome. And, and, but at the same time, you have to recognize that it's God who gave you the strength. And here I have to say that there are a few things that I'm jealous of when it comes to the United States. And really, if I can say one thing that I'm truly jealous of, is uh, the phrase, in God we trust. Just to have that phrase on your money, just to be able to end off most political speeches with God bless America. I wish, I wish that our leaders would do that. Just give us a little bit. Just, you know, just be like, you know, and, and here I, I turn to Benjamin Netanyahu. When will you say, yes, we have an incredible army. Yes, we have incredible this, that, and the other. And thank God for all the strength that he has given us. That's something that I definitely, definitely feel is lacking and we could learn from the United States to, to do a little bit better. It's almost like they're freer to talk about God. It's like when we talk about God, it's like, whoa, that is an intense lot to talk about God because we know how, how integrally involved God is. But so I'm almost like I don't want to mention him. But I think it's a real shame. I think it's a real shame. Let's go on, my friends. And it is good to be with you here. I am outside under, uh, on a grassy area with some beautiful, humongous, humongous oaks that are like... I don't know. They look like 10 stories high. Something really unbelievable. Uh, the next lot in this Torah portion talks about, uh, um, about the, the, the golden calf and the sin of the golden calf. And that, and that Moses really prayed. Moshe Rabbeinu really prayed. And there's a lot of verses about me, Moses saying, I prayed, I prayed. And this is verse, chapter 9, verse 26. I prayed to God. And I said, Adoni Hashem, my master God, excuse me, excuse me, Hashem uh, Elohim, uh, 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 right? Um, um, my, my, uh, my Lord God, don't destroy your nation and your inheritance, Asher Padita, which you have redeemed, Begad Lecha, in your in your greatness, in your in your in your you know giantness. You took them out of Egypt in a strong arm. 
And here we see two things. First thing is that Moses makes good arguments. You got to make good arguments. And Rabbi Nachman says something which I like very much, which is when you talk to God, make good arguments to God. Make good arguments. And the other thing is pray to God. Pray to God means talk to God. Take that time and stand before God. That is a tricky thing to believe because God is invisible. But as I'm standing here next to these oak trees, I feel like, you know, I remember in some, in some collective unconscious, some deep memory, I remember the Garden of Eden. And Rabbi Nachman really recommends that we stand a lot of times and talk to God, especially in a tree-lined or, 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 or grassy area, uh, outside in nature, next to the water. Our rabbis tell us that praying next to water is good. But uh, stand before God and pray. And, and for all of you folks that are listening to the show, another great time to pray is when you're driving. When you're driving and you're by yourself in the car, talk to God. Turn off the radio. Don't listen to the, the news and the music. And just, just talk to God a little bit. It's so, it's so worth it. It's such a worth it way of, uh, of dealing with issues. I had something that was really angering me here in America. And I just talked to God and I just felt a lot better. He's better than any Freud, believe me. And he has also power to actually change stuff. Uh, let's keep going. We're still in the Torah portion of Ekev. And just a few more verses. My time is short today. And so is yours. Your time is precious. Uh, chapter 10, verse 12. Vata Israel, And now, Israel. Ma Hashem Elokecha shu'el mimcha? Mi'imach, mi'imach. What is, now, Israel, what is Hashem your God asking from you? To fear Hashem your God, to walk in His paths, all of His paths, to love Him, to serve Hashem your God, with all of your heart, and uh, with, all of your, with all of your soul. What is God really asking you for? I created you, so now I want you to totally serve me. There's something a little bit humorous about this verse. It's like, what am I really asking you? for just to total, total, total commitment. Uh, and yet, the, the other side of that is, but you're nothing without me. I totally created you. And there is something incredibly relieving, a great relief that one can feel when one thinks about this verse. I'm really commanded to love God with everything I got. I don't have to worry about other stuff. I just have to worry about this. I just have to love God all the way. And that's really what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm tasked to do. And I think that, that in, in one sense, we could just feel total relief when we think about that thought, like, all I have to do is love God all the way. That's really what I have to do today. I really have to love God all the way. And to fear Him, to walk in its paths, to serve Him with all of our heart and all of our soul. Um, and similarly, a verse a little bit later in chapter 21 Excuse me, chapter 11, verse 20. Et Hashem elokecha tira. Hashem, your God, you should fear. Otot avod, Him you should serve. Ubo tidbak. And Him you should cleave to. Ubishmo tishava. And in His name, you shall make oaths or swear. Meaning to say, the, the latter part especially is, is new, which is cleave to Him. And if you're going to talk, and you're going to kind of direct your life over everything, do it in His name. In His name, you should really direct your life. As we say, do it l'shem shamayim, for the, for the sake of heaven. And um, then there is a verse, again, about coming back to, kind of full circle, back to the land of Israel. 
there are the, the really very, very famous verses, maybe the central verses about the land of Israel, which tell us so much about the character of the land of Israel. And it, and it says in chapter 11, verse 11, The land which you are passing over to, to inherit it. It's a land of mountains and valleys. For the dew of heaven shall she drink, shall it drink water. As opposed to, and we'll see in a second, as opposed to Egypt, which has this constant flowing Nile, which you could always just kind of make a footpath from it and draw water to your thing. Uh, the land of Israel is, is a land where you're going to have to have a relationship with the heavens and the earth. It's a land of hills and valleys, as I always say, a land of lands of ups and downs. And you're going to have to be with God on the way up and on the way down. You're going to have to you're going to have to trust Him and be with Him. And it's a land that you're going to have to pray for the rain. That's the way it is. And even with all the desalination, you still need to pray for rain. Uh, and then it says, really, the central verse about the land of Israel: Eretz asher Hashem tamid. It's a land. That God, Hashem, your God, is always uh, invoking, always searching, always looking at. And it says specifically, Hashem's eyes are upon the land from the beginning of the year until the end of the year. Hashem's eyes are always upon the land. Eyes upon the land. Uh, that's a famous uh, Chabad book in English, Eyes Upon the Land. And uh, God's eyes are upon this land always. And the question is, do you want to be in God's eyes? Do you want to be close to Him? Do you want to love Him? And that's what the Torah is really telling us. You want to be, you want to love Hashem. You want to be close to Him. That's the place that He is, that He is, uh, that He is close to. Um, on the other hand, the word Doresh also means that He um, challenges it. He he he's judging it. You are under the magnifying glass when you're there. It, 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 you are a bit closer, and the servant of the king can get you know his head chopped off if he doesn't uh, behave properly when he's serving the king closely. Although on the other hand, he gets tremendous privileges of being close to the king. That's the greatest honor in the world. So uh, there is a challenge to the land of Israel, but again, it comes from loving God, fearing God, wanting to walk in His ways, and cleaving to Him. You want to cleave to Him. You want to be where his eyes are. That's a very famous verse. Um, and Hashem says that, that at the end of the Torah portion that, that God is going to help us inherit the land, but also uh, get rid of the, the nations that, that stand against us in this land, not to be afraid of them. God is going to be with us. He's going to give us strength. And we have today uh, tremendous challenges from peoples who um, are against our very presence in the land of Israel, on the Temple Mount, in places like Hebron, in places like Shechem. And they're an entity, not all of them, not every single one of them at all. And, uh, and I'm not trying to lump everybody together. Still, though, there are, there are forces today that want us off of our land, off of our ancestral homeland. And for us, if we're not connected to the story of the Bible, we may not know what to do we may come to some very incorrect conclusions. But that's not the way to handle it. It's not to, to, to give our land away or to succumb to them or to somehow enable them or to believe that they have equal rights and all that, equal rights to the land. No, 
the land the land is ours it is given to us by God he has shown his hand and we have to be strong and not succumb to tremendous societal pressures to even not be able to say uh, these things because uh, there are forces that not only want to delegitimize Jewish strength they also want to delegitimize the Bible and we have to counter that with all of our strength friends I'm in beautiful New Jersey uh, but I yearn for the land of Israel and I also very much yearn to uh, stay connected with you. Please write me an email, yishai at thelandofisrael.com, yishai at thelandofisrael.com. Uh, and please, uh, you know, recognize that, that the Rosh Hashanah is coming up. Elul is coming up. It's time to get ready to get ready. I always tell people, don't let yourself get ready, you know, starting the first of Elul. Rather, get ready to hit the ground running on the first of Elul so we can hit the ground strong and then get to Rosh Hashanah strong and start a new year strong. Let's let's do that together. Let's start getting ready for Rosh Hashanah. I will be back in Eretz Yisrael for next week's show already. Hopefully, I'll already see Rabbi Mike. Um, but we're ready in the preseason, the pre-party, uh, to get into Elul. So get yourself, get your head screwed on straight. And your neshama starting to get prepared. Let's do this. I can feel Elul's around the corner. And that means Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and Sukkot. So let's do it. Uh, moreover, come and visit us at the Tombs of the Fathers and Mothers in Hebron. Uh, and you can do that through visiting the Hebron Fund website, hebronfund.org. And I am the international spokesman for the Jewish community there. It's a great honor to represent the forefathers and mothers internationally. Uh, that being said, uh, I want to wish you lots of love. Oh yeah, yesterday I was at, uh, I met with folks at Fox. That was a lot of fun. Uh, folks that are trying to broadcast the truth and trying to fight back against hit the hateful narrative. So good stuff there. Um, and uh, with that, I want to bid you adieu. I'm heading to the Natural History Museum with the kids uh, today. So we're going to see some of more of God's glories as, as brought together in, in this one museum in, in New York City. And New York City itself is an amazing thing. Uh, but all that pales in comparison with the great revelation that is Jerusalem and the Jewish people back in their homelands, spreading an incredible light. And you're a part of it wherever you are, whoever you are. If you want to be part of the story, you are in. It's, it's, it's incredibly, it's incredibly, uh, 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 there's many challenges, there's, many, there's, there's a lot of knowledge that needs to happen. And yet it's incredibly welcoming. God wants his, those who love him to be part of the story. And I know that if you've listened uh, to this part of the show, you love him. And you know what? I want a hashtag from you. Here's the hashtag. I love him. <laughs> it's just that simple. I love him. I love him. Maybe I fear him. Maybe I love him and fear him. Uh, but uh, let, let me let, send me a hashtag, Yishai at landofisrael.com. Check out my website, YishaiFleischer.com. Uh, donate. Uh, uh, and uh, also, um, uh, you can dedicate a show, uh, and, uh, and lots of blessings are to be had from the land of blessings, and we're going to walk in blessings from the land of blessings wherever we are. God bless you. Stay tuned. Stay strong. Stay connected. Stay part of the story. Lots of love. Shabbat Shalom.